Let's break down imposter syndrome. It is the idea that you've only succeeded due to luck and not because of your talent or qualifications. It was first identified in 1978 by psychologists Pauline Brose and Suzanne Imez. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of The Right Mind Space. I'm your host Maha. I'm a 24-year-old working in the Pakistani corporate sector. And on this podcast, we talk about everything about how you can survive work and not only survive work, how you can excel at it and all that goes on behind the scenes. Today, I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome, especially in the workplace. A lot of people, especially young people, go through this and they feel inadequate when they're working, whether it be at their daily tasks or, you know, if they've been given a big project. So if you look at the textbook definition of imposter syndrome, it's defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. You know, it stems from self-doubt that you feel you feel like a fraud and you know you're just worried that you're not good at what you're doing imposter syndrome comes from thinking that you're not good enough because you see someone who is better than you imagine me putting quotation marks around better than you a lot of people go through imposter syndrome let me give an example so we all know about aoc alexandria ocasio-cortez she's the youngest american congresswoman ever and you know she's from a working class background she worked as a bartender she's also a startup founder and aoc has a long list of accomplishments but that doesn't stop her from feeling out of place from time to time and she talked about this um in one of her tweets her time in the public eye has been relatively short but you know she has a long list of accomplishments you know she was 29 when she was elected so she put out a tweet how she was experiencing imposter syndrome like many other women and working people she said that you know you shouldn't dwell on moments of self-doubt and you have this fear inside of you that your success is undeserved but and she urged the people who were reading that tweet to not let their self-doubt get in the way of their success let's break down imposter syndrome right so it is the idea that you've only succeeded due to luck and not because of your talent or qualifications and if we look at history it was first identified in 1978 by psychologists pauline brose and Suzanne Imez, and they wrote a paper about imposter syndrome and how it was affecting high-achieving women. But over time, we realized that it wasn't just applicable to women and it can apply to anyone uh, regardless of their gender and anyone who isn't able to internalize and own their successes uh, feels a sense of being an imposter over the years a few characteristics have been identified as factors of imposter syndrome let me just go over them right so there's a feeling of self-doubt and just feeling like you know you can't do this or what you've done is not good enough maybe you've worked on a project or maybe you've submitted a really important assignment and you feel like i did terribly the second is attributing your accomplishments to external factors maybe like 
you know, I did this really well because my boss taught me well. And not that, you know, whatever my good boss taught me, I applied that in a really great manner that resulted in this success. Another factor is overachieving. A lot of people who deal with imposter syndrome just feel like they need to give so much more than the other person. Work nights and work weekends and just get stuff done more than the other person because they feel like they haven't done enough and the last and this is something that i've dealt with as well is comparing yourself to others people you look up to people who are your inspirations and just comparing yourself to them and thinking that you know if they can do it why can't i i think that it's good to have some healthy competition and have people you look up to have people who inspire you but you need to realize that growth is a trajectory and it's a process so the place you're at right now um it's someone else's dream and it's similar for the person you're looking up to you know they were in your position once you need to just realize that you can compare yourself to someone else just so you know you can find some things that you can improve but if that becomes toxic you need to let that habit go i have some tricks that i use to kind of just overcome this and one of those tricks is just adding the word yet to the end of my sentences so instead of berating myself for you know i can't do this i just say i can't do this yet because you know I'm good at this stuff, but I can get better. And that has really helped me um, not blame myself or not doubt myself. Another thing I recommend is just separating your feelings from facts. Don't let your emotions cloud your judgment and just think very rationally and analyze whatever you did based on facts rather than letting your emotions get in the way and letting your feelings cloud that information. And the last thing I recommend is acknowledging your efforts. You know, things will always go wrong. You can't control external factors, but what you can control is how much effort you put in. If you have tried your level best, you need to acknowledge that. You don't need to inflate your ego, but you need to rationally look at your success so far and be proud of that. A lot of people feel this, whether it be your colleagues or classmates or people who are in positions like, you know, being a congresswoman or being a CEO of a company. So that's all I had to say today. And I hope that this has been helpful for all of you who are listening and just, you know, you find some inspiration from listening to this and realizing that you're not alone in this. I will see you guys next time.